Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the DPAP Podcast. Uh, this episode uh, is going to be an interesting one. It's, a, it's one of our longer ones. Uh, we start off with an impromptu and what starts out as a totally organic uh, plug for CBDU and me uh, turns into uh, our podcast. Um, in today's episode, we discuss uh, Danny's most memorable cock block, along with uh, some of Tony, aka Kids Bitches, DM tactics for those annoying dudes. Uh, we also talk about uh, job histories of massage therapists uh, and uh, my job history. And uh, is Danny from Liverpool? Is that. Is he? Enjoy. While everybody's waiting, I am going to uh, play some music for myself. We're rolling. We've been. Uh, for not that long. I think uh, okay. when I started to mention how it is that you beat up people. For a oh, right on. Yeah, I just uh, am dosing the dog now with her you and me CBD so that hopefully she'll be a very good girl and not interrupt us while we're recording. Nice. Yeah, I also Are made him run her ass off. What's that, Danny? What was that? Why do you dose the dog with CBD? Because she won't be a cunt while we're recording, mostly. I mean, she's a sweet dog, but also um, if she hears anybody outside, she feels it's her job to I understand that, but... What I'm saying is, why do you dose the dog with CBD? So she'll calm down and be quiet. This is a selling point for you. Your <laughs> chance to sell the CBD to dogs. You're not kidding. <laughs> she, she, did, she actually did. There's like a nice sound clip of her. It's very relaxed. It's commercial. Go for it. Well, sell, this, sell this shit to dogs. <laughs> do it. No. Is your dog a dick? <laughs> Is your, will your dog not shut the fuck up? I don't have a dog. Well, I'm doing my commercial bit. You said for the dog. You're giving direction, and now you're telling me you don't have a dog? What's going on here? I'm trying to sell to dogs right now. Let's do it. <laughs> From I'm the top, people. Kind of like, I'm saying you just kind of like slip, casually slip this in, like, I'm dosing my dog with CBD, right? I, I was. So sell she that did. CBD. Sell that CBD. Sell. Here's a pen. Sell this to a dog. Does he I have did. video on? Am I missing something very funny? I here? did. I was quoting Wolf of Wall Street. What I'm saying is, is, what are the benefits of giving your dog CBD? That's what I'm asking. Oh, you want like a full list? You want me to do like an infomercial list? <laughs> no, I w- not like that. <laughs> Like, what are the benefits of giving your dog CBD? 
Well, one of the things I take, um, I take her to work with me and we actually went back to work today. Um, and I usually run her pretty hard before we go. So she'll lay down, but she being a German shepherd already has hip problems. So, um, I give her CBD. Otherwise she kind of keeps going in circles around my massage table, like telling me my ass hurts. <laughs> my ass hurts, please. And, um, the CBD absolutely helps, uh, the inflammation she has from having that dysplasia from such an early age. We also think, um, she sustained spinal trauma as a, as a pup too. I don't think it's just dysplasia, but, um, you know, she has fear aggression. A lot of rescue dogs do a lot of dogs do people raise their dogs to be really pretty afraid. Um, so yeah, the whole time rehabbing a dog, I definitely use CBD to help them. Uh, so it kind of helps you train your, your dog. Absolutely. It absolutely does. Interesting. Yeah. Makes you more pliable. <laughs> we don't need that. <laughs> or what exactly, Danny? <laughs> she actually. No, I mean, I, I, I'm saying pliable while only having like a vague idea of what the word pliable means. Oh, Jesus Christ. I thought you said viral, like virile. You know what I mean? <laughs> No, I can't even spell oh, it. Oh, this is no great. Actually, what it literally means, but it just felt like the right place to throw the word pliable in there. But it, that's true. It does make her more pliable. So, so you know, <laughs> mentally like and physically. And that, it does it for people, too. You know, it does that for people, too. It makes you more pliable. <laughs> Interesting. So CBD isn't just for you and me. It's no, it's for you, me, and the dog. Yeah, and your cat too. Fuck it, give it to your bird. Yeah, we know how those fucking parakeets can get too. Little shits. Fucking angry. Super angry. I mean, I get it. Caged bird, I get it. Uh, dude, I'm way against caging birds. I, I am too, but still a dick. Like you just, you know, still a dick. Those birds are so angry. Some might say reptilian. Um. <laughs> So, what are we doing tonight, guys? I'm excited. I look forward to this. Um, what's in your mind? What's on my mind? Uh, I had like a something came to my mind the other day when I Juice Bitch always kind of like all these guys in her DMs are kind of like she has this sort of like sense of humor response to them in getting them and it kind of reminded me of really the best cock block or shutdown I've ever seen in my entire life. Oh, what was it? Um, I'm excited. Yeah. This was over on Christopher street. Christopher street in the city is a predominantly gay area. I don't mean that disrespectfully. It's actually got some of my favorite places to eat at. Very, very fun. Place. Um, it's even got Maria's crisis, which is a blast. Maria's Crisis is like this basement where there's this guy playing piano and everyone's singing show tunes. Nice. That sounds like a fucking but, good time. Yeah, Christopher Street is predominantly gay. There's literally an ice cream place called Big Gay Ice Cream. <laughs> oh, my God. Anyway, I think I had just met a, 
met a friend for drinks and we finished up and I'm waiting across the street on my phone trying to figure out um, directions home or my next move like that. And I see this gay couple across the street and one of them's preoccupied on the uh, by a phone call. And the other one is dealing with this guy that's hitting on him. Mm. And it's not exactly like he's flirting with this guy. It's like this guy's clearly taken by the guy who's preoccupied by a cell phone. Like he's manned up. Right. And I just remember this guy hitting on him and kind of like hassling him like, and he's and the guy asks him, can I ask you a question? He goes, sure. And the guy not on the cell phone goes, have you ever heard a wolf cry? And he's like, what? What? And he's like, have you ever heard a wolf cry through the blue corn moon? Yeah. And he's saying it very close and seriously. And this dude who's trying to hit on him is really somewhat confused because of this cadence of words. <laughs> anyway, the guy's confused. He's like, what? It, what? I don't understand. He's like, I said, have you ever heard a wolf cry to the blue corn moon? And this guy doesn't actually understand um, what's actually ha- happening to him. Hold on a sec. <gasps> no. Are you kidding me? What? Some rude shit. He did this. And this guy, he's just kind of waiting for his boyfriend to finish his phone call. And this guy keeps hitting on him. And he's like, have you ever heard a wolf cry to the blue corn moon? And he starts harmonizing this, um, the song to Pocahontas. And at some point of the interaction where this guy's just kind of confused and everything else like that, the boyfriend that's on the phone hangs up the phone and, and they sing the whole song in like the most harmonizing cadence in the middle of the street. I'm watching this all happen from across the street and it's beautiful. They're both great singers. This guy is completely confused. They sing the whole fucking song. And when <laughs> they finish, this guy just walks away and I'm on the other side of the street just clapping for these guys. <laughs> What a Bravo. fucking show. Ah, oh, oh, amazing. But when you kind of get these guys in your DM, sort of like, hey, Ma, you want to <laughs> see my penis? And you're like, kind of like, yeah, I mean, like, yeah, sure, if it speaks Italian. Like, I'd absolutely love to see a penis speaking Italian. Um, yeah. And they kind of like get confused by that because they're like, why would my penis be speaking Italian? Penises don't speak Italian. Penises don't even speak. They're basically inanimate objects, no different than a couch or sofa, um, blender. Really, you a Russian it. couch. <laughs> Russian cats. That's another one. My friend, you like this um, couch? And they kind of get this whole like confused, like, uh, what do I do here? What do I do here? Because they basically got psychologically shook. That's, That's my goal. Yeah. That's what That's... you do in your DMs. You were not deading dudes. You were psychologically shaking their asses. Yes. So that's my entire goal is like, I see it as a challenge. I know a lot of women are, they're offended when these guys show up and they're like, oh, 
these fucking dudes or even get dudes who say things like women have to put up with so much. And I'm like, put up with what? I am farming them for comedy. Basically, when somebody like that shows up in my messages, I like I'm you see me like rubbing my hands together with that. Like, oh, yeah, now we're doing this. And um, it's it's a challenge. <laughs> you know, I get to see basically if I can say the least sexy thing possible. Hold on, hold on, Danny. She, she can't just ask that. Wait, what just happened? He wanted to what know. He, he wanted to know how you got into massage therapy, but oh, you were still by rubbing the, my hands. Yeah, together. you were, it's the you same were in thing. the process of wringing your hands together at the thought mm-hmm. of of like this mind game that you were about to have. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, yeah, I mean. How long have I been, a, or why did I become a massage therapist? Yeah, why did you become a massage therapist? I was temporarily a massage therapist at first. Yeah, um, well, when I was little, my grandmother worked for a chiropractor, and um, I just saw how much, like, people would come in in pain, and then he would do his little, like, magic bone-crunching thing, um and and off they would go but i sort of coupled that with the fact that um i have a very engineering type brain where i love systems and puzzles and things like that and so as i grew i got incredibly fascinated with the body as a system and pain as a system and um like dysfunction and mobility and uh, I knew I wanted to help improve the quality of people's lives. That's, that's why I, I went into it. Um, you know, I could have gone into Western medicine. I could have become an RN. But all the RNs I was working on kept telling me, please, for the love of God, don't do it. You'll fight doctors. Do you ever bring your work home with you? Nah. I mean, I try not to. <laughs> hey. hey, hey. <laughs> Every now and then, um, one of my clients who is like a training partner, somebody who trains at the gym, they'll be like, hey. I mean, you took that in a completely different direction than I was actually like thinking. I meant, like, <laughs> no, she brought it back. I was taking it there. Your clients. I meant like, do you ever find yourself like massaging your daughter, your dogs, um, just random vegetables while you're cutting them? I don't know. Yes. Um, no, um, I carve wood. Things like that. Yeah, I carve wood. I make bread. I work with clay. So you massage my hands. Wood. Yeah, my yeah. I massage wood while I'm at home. Um, I like to shape it and make it what I want it to be. Like, my question <laughs> is: is like, what like third base to you is like? You're with a guy. This, this, this. Y'all having a great night. Your idea of third base is kind of just like, hey, do you think I could give you a massage? Yeah, or no, yeah, can you give me a massage? And I actually say yes. Yeah. Yeah, because I mean, when, I mean. Oh, so that's, so fourth base would be giving you a massage. Yeah, I don't even want somebody to give me a massage, actually. I'm, I'm fucking horrible. I can't tell you the last time I had a massage. I don't remember it. Wait. It was like three years ago. you got a massage as fourth base from a dude, do you think you would correct him regularly? Yeah, that's where my head is going right now. Or it's like would you, would, I, you would know what he was like, his shortcomings as far as giving a proper massage. You know, like you'd be like, well, 
put a little more umph there. You can, you know, do this instead of that. And no, I don't know. I don't know. I can't like. Yeah, I, I, I really just don't even want to be touched, you guys. I like doing jujitsu and I like massaging people, but I don't want to be touched. <laughs> <laughs> Bring those weak bitch hands near me. <laughs> oh God! Oh my God! So that's a thing. That is a thing for me. Um, I don't like like soft, girly hands. I don't like. I get kind of creeped out. If a guy has like soft hands, like I get kind of creeped out. I know that's wrong. I don't know what it is, but there it is. There's at least fourteen men that just now stopped using lotion based off of that statement. Guaranteed. I mean, you need to be like if you know you gotta have grip strength. You gotta like work with your hands or at least, you know. Build yeah. a callus is what she's saying, guys. Just build a callus. Yeah, well, in strength, there needs to be some sort of like, you know, suggestion of capability <laughs> in your hands. Like, if you can build shit, or you can fight dudes, or you can work with your hands, that's hot. But like, oh my god! So my best friend was dating this guy who he had no fucking lines in his palms. They they were just like these soft, smooth, white pale fish belly dead alien hands i swear to god that guy was an alien i don't know how you can fuck that how can how can you fuck that guy how can you do it he had the softest hands <laughs> yeah i'm a bad person for that probably nah, right? like that's my shallowness nah, people like what they nice like push. people like what they like yeah um, i just i think there's a certain implication to it like i can't be in bed with a guy like sleeping and think to myself fuck dude like if some shit goes down i'm gonna have to protect this motherfucker <laughs> i don't i can't do that added stress to the life that you don't need right i'm like you need to like jump up and be competent and yeah. capable i need you to take a shot homie <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah, I need you to like know what the fuck you're doing right now. I can't be fucking around with like you in the corner, like yeah, making girl noises. I can't. It's like, oh, I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. So, Danny, why'd you become a massage therapist to touch man boobs? That's probably really why I did. That's secretly. Uh, I'm still, I'm kind of caught up. I'm wondering what kind of noises kangaroos make. Okay. I'll accept anything. Just make a noise. Just make a noise. Wait, I want. I want to go find it. I want to find that. So, what do you think it sounds like? Let's do like a. In the time being, just make a noise, and I'll accept that as the kangaroo noise. I think they like bark, like almost like a cheetah, almost like a dog. I don't know if I can bring myself to do it. Accept it. Um. (laughs) I was never actually a massage therapist. Um, I was only a temporary massage therapist because a massage therapist at the gym I was a personal trainer at went on vacation and they needed someone to um, do massage therapy while she was on vacation. Um, I have no credentials or license, but I did steal a shirt that said massage therapist on the back. So by that reason only, (laughs) I became the default 
contemporary massage therapist. Oh. So technically, I did massage therapy for people kind of illegally because I know you guys do need to go through a registration process. Fucking hey. I kind of just like um acted overconfidently about the fact <laughs> that like, yeah, I could totally do this. I could totally do this. No one had any complaints. And yeah, I did illegally massage therapist for people. <laughs> the statute of limitations has run out on that, I'm sure. Right. You're, you're We're okay just gonna yeah. No, um mm, do you do you remember the guy who who wrote and directed Citizen Kane? The guy who wrote and directed it? Orson I remember Wells? the movie. I was it Orson, was that an Orson Welles movie? Stand by. Who wrote and directed Citizen Kane? I'm on it. Young Jamie. Pull that up. Yeah, exactly. I tried to uh, do Citizen Kane with like a swipe. It was Orson Welles. I got Courier Babe. I'm sorry, what? You know, when you try to do... Uh, yeah, so it was Orson Welles. <laughs> Here's the thing about Orson Welles that kind of like stuck with me. He kind of lied his way, his entire way into making movies. He was doing, he was lying that he was a director and an actor and everything else like that at 14. He was lying about being 14 and everything else like that. And he kind of got away with it because hmm. he said it confidently and basically made his way into basically directing arguably one of the greatest movies ever, Citizen Kane, um, by basically lying about his credentials and everything else like that. So I kind of took that to heart. And there's times in my life, like the massage therapy, where they were like, we needed a massage therapist. And I'm like, well, I have a shirt. And I have like <laughs> roughly four years experience doing massage therapy. So right, Danny, you're... You're it. Um, You're fucking hired. Man's got a shirt. The shirt came first is what I wanted to know. That's what I was want, I was going to yeah. ask. <laughs> what came first? The Man, shirt Man's the has a shirt. You know how much, you know how much ass I got wearing that shirt around the beach? Yeah. Um. Actually, <laughs> I have Why do you think I theory. stole that shirt to solely wear it around the beach? <laughs> I am not mad at the player. Uh, Holy cow. Yeah. <laughs> I actually, I do. I have a theory. And it's not a popular one because massage therapy is already such a sexist, you know, occupation. It is what? absolutely predominantly women doing massage therapy. I don't feel like massage therapy is sexist. I feel like it's mostly German men. Okay, so the only male massage therapist I've ever worked with that was 100% not creepy was a German man. His name was Hans. And he would get so fucking pissed off at the old this hippie women. This is fucking shaking me right now. So, <laughs> so he would get so pissed off because the hippie women just like leave oil everywhere. They don't close stuff or they just they do absent minded hippie mama shit. Right. Mm -hmm. But Hans is from like a mountain town in Let me Germany. Have you ever incorporated CBD into your massage therapy? Oh, fucking A. Hell yeah. Topical CBD? Fuck yeah. Yeah, I like it because it makes my hands feel better while I'm working on the person who is also receiving benefits. Your from hands it. don't matter. We're talking about the client right now. <laughs> I know, but it's it's it becomes this symbiotic, like yeah. mutual benefit situation. It's like hot stone. Hot stone massage is the same. Yeah. 
I like doing hot stone massage because my hands are getting like hydrotherapy at the same time my client is. Yeah, no, that's awesome. Like cooking my Jay. flesh like stew meat. Jay, do you have any experience in massage therapy? Uh, I too do not like to be touched, so uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I I don't. Jay, Jay, I, do you want some experience in massage therapy? <laughs> Let me repeat that. So I said, so Jay, creepy. Do you want some experience in massage therapy? <laughs> yeah, so creepy. I do. I want to say yes, but I'm afraid of what experience? that might entail. <laughs> <laughs> I'm open for the experience, but I'm afraid of what that actually means. Put your hands down your pants and tell us if you want a massage. No, I got it covered. <laughs> oh, it's awful. It's awful. But, but yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's it's the whole, like, the massage of the CBD, it's, that, it's a two-for-one special there. I feel like there's some part of, like, like we could relate, Jits, bitch. Like we have similar um, experience, but you massage therapy and me also in the same field with um, sex operatic, porn sex operatic. Well, see, you know, my massages are never sexual except for the times I've been assaulted by clients. <laughs> no, but except for unintentionally. <laughs> Why are you making me laugh at that statement? I hate myself right now. <laughs> you got molested. <laughs> what? They touched you inappropriately and you felt unsafe at your job? What? That's hilarious. Oh, this guy came all over the place. It was disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> you guys want to hear those stories? Yeah. No. Question you mark. You sure? It's pretty bad. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> Let's. You know what? Bad. We'll tease it here and then uh, keep listening, you little sons of bitches, and maybe you'll get the story. <laughs> You'll start doing a... A segment on all the all those dirty birdies. Yeah, uh, fellas, work. try to control yourselves, okay? Or at least squeeze one out before you get there, so you don't embarrass yourself while you're. Dude, there. there's like hot showers and bathrooms and shit everywhere. Just go rub one out and then go get your massage. Like, yeah. it's not. It's courtesy. Yeah. Come on. Make sure you get, wash off all the sticky. You know what I'm Please talking about, guys. Wash yourselves. Okay, just wash yourselves. <laughs> um. I think that's fair. That's not asking too much. No, and, you know, caveat here, doing the disclaimer, my private clients, um, I don't have this problem that often. But at the super fancy spas, like the really elite places where the super rich people go, the super famous people go, people who think that they can just act however the fuck they want to act, happens all the time. <clears throat> If you could massage Porco. any United States president, who would it be? Kennedy. No. Kennedy. No. Interesting choice. Unassassinate? That- massage. Oh. We're massaging I- presidents. It might be Teddy Roosevelt. Obviously, before he was assassinated. I don't even know why you included that. Right? What kind of weird ne- necro-massage kink are you into all of it but no i would i I like all that i like like to rub dead bodies would you let me hold up would you massage shetty roosevelt's legs would i shave them me uh 
If he wanted to, sure. He's actually one of my favorite presidents. I do a lot for that dude. He was a good guy. Yeah. Well, Federal he was parks. also a total douche, but... I mean, okay, yeah. Sorry. I mean, you can't have it all, guys. <laughs> you know? I know? Take the good with the bad. I know. I know. So, uh, yeah. But yeah. So He probably had amazing legs. Uh, Possibly. I'd imagine oh, them bow legged. Legs before polio, if that's what you're getting at. No, that's FDR. I was that's, talking about, yeah. yeah, I was talking about Teddy. Teddy Theodore, the jujitsu guy. Oh, they were yeah, different. The, original the Rough Riders. Yeah, man. The man's man. Yeah. I can totally picture. Probably had some sturdy little legs there. <laughs> Probably had an ass like Danny's. <laughs> oh, <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Danny, do you think you had Teddy Roosevelt's ass? Do you think you guys have the same ass? Would you call yourself a rough rider? <laughs> Where'd he go? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, well, Houdini. Wait, what? He said, yeah, or Houdini. Houdini had stick legs, and we know it. Uh, couldn't take a punch. Yeah. A sucker yeah. punch. Yeah. That was a weird thing when I was a kid. Um, I figured out, like, I could take a punch to my stomach, like Houdini. And I kind of got a little carried away with it where I was having everyone in class in fourth grade punch me in my stomach. Mm. Until I was actually affected by it. Until you started pissing <laughs> blood a little bit. Nah, I could actually take it. I could still do it today. I sometimes do it in jiu-jitsu class in between rounds. But it eventually moved on to taking bats to my stomach, mm-hmm. um, which that actually caused me to vomit. It was not that yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did you ever lose your air though? Do you ever? I like... pissed myself one time when someone swung a bat in my stomach. Because <laughs> I took I took a bat across the diaphragm once, and uh, that's a story for another time too, right? And I I mean just couldn't breathe, so I don't know how you're not like how do you keep your wind. I wouldn't imagine you could. You just took a bat across your diaphragm. <laughs> Fucking sucked. So, I guess, like, did you pee a little bit, or did you just completely go, like, wet pants, gotta go home, this is embarrassing? Like, walk me through that. You know the 7-Eleven on Route 59 near RCC? I do. Well, I let someone hit me with a bat in my stomach in that parking lot. <laughs> that phrase and alone. I myself in that parking lot. <laughs> I'm in parking lot brawls. Did, did you have to go home and change your pants? Or was it like, was the day over at that point? Is that like a day ender for you? Pissing your pants? No, that's what cowards would do. Did you just walk around in your pee pants all day? Getting diaper rash. It, it right, eventually dries. I mean, it eventually it's not like dries. Eight, and it was just gonna reek of piss. Just reek of Budweiser. <laughs> <laughs> What's the problem? It's sterile. It's sterile. <laughs> <sighs> I just love that this happened in front of a Seven Eleven. Like I feel like Seven Eleven parking lots. Some of the most magnificent things I've ever seen have happened in front like of a Seven Eleven. A lot of magic. A lot of magic happens out there. I get rid of that. Yeah. Yeah. 
I mean, like I'm flashing back on so many things, right? Yeah, now. like the, the Rolodex. That was the first time I saw a homeless man take a shit in public. That was that was oh, yeah, nice. that was jarring. As it a, changes your whole reality. Yeah, you're like what? You're like Yo, a grown up now. I'm looking around and I'm like, is, is this happening? Like I'm like in my mind, like society's collapsing. I'm like, dude, just took a shit in the middle of the park, like middle, not behind a car, but in the middle of the parking lot. No, here's good. Yeah, why is he gonna hide for your comfort? He shits outside. Yeah, (laughs) it's kind of crazy. Um, yeah. What about? I mean, can you think of anything fun that happened in that Seven Eleven parking lot? (laughs) I'm talking to Tony because we know what happened to you. (laughs) Oh, I got in a fight um in front of a Seven Eleven on a summer day just because I got in a fight with my boyfriend and walked down there all barefoot and half dressed, right? Mumbling to myself, wanting to punch things and some chick started talking shit outside the 7-eleven so i got in a little scrappy out there i mean like we actually hung out near that 7-eleven a lot as street kids that's right you can pay some bum to buy you fucking 240s and a porno mag that's uh this is like this is like the setup to um james island bob yeah 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 you know, I mean, just just some magical shit and so some terrible things. No, I think what? no. I, I I mean, that was just one of those um, like pretty well evenly matched two two chicks just like ripping hair and you know what I mean. This garbage, just garbage brawls, just for funsies. <laughs> we both felt better afterwards. It's fine. Do you remember what the fight was about, or was it uh, just kind of? She like, said some shit. She fu- fucking walked by and said some shit because I was out there like, like in my bikini and shorts. You know what I mean? I was, you know, but she said some shit about being a hooker what? or a slut or something. And I was like, you want to fucking keep chirping or what? So, yeah. Gotta let him know. Yeah. <laughs> Fucker. To this day, I don't know, but also as comedians, I think anybody who has sort of a comedic personality, you have to. Well, you don't have to. I also, for being someone who does not like to be touched and who is very asexual with people, I have an incredibly dirty mind, and it's all in like a comedic sort of way. As soon as I see some joke that could be twisted into something dirty my brain immediately goes (laughs) and i want to make the joke but it's not serious i'm not actually you know shifting into that space in my head i don't actually oil check my training partners i could yeah i (laughs) I actually truly dislike it uh as an art form and i do not participate in it because uh do unto others you know, and I do unto others and I do not do unto others. And one of those is oil checking. So please don't well, do see, it. See, and me. right there, there's a joke to be made. Like my brain immediately is like, I is guess there's something I'm missing out on. <laughs> I don't I don't find it enjoyable when somebody fish hooks my butt cheek to try to control me. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's nothing. Whee! Yeah. There's, like a puppet. Yeah, or are trying to, to take control of you like a puppet. Yeah. Like I'm trying to take away the piece of the puppet that would make it functional and they're trying to to grab it and manipulate it the way they want it, and then we it, should 
create a product that is basically like a seal that's not you know not a butt plug for you know if people might be uncomfortable with that but you know some sort of like it's like an n64 controller but it's inside your butthole and they use their fingers like <laughs> VR. I mean, it can totally just be something on the top. It doesn't have to be anything that has to be secured with like Inserted. a. Yeah, we were thinking. I mean, me personally, I was thinking uh, non-invasive versus right. <laughs> the N64 controller that you're trying to sell as a butt plug. It could just make you do whatever he wants once that fish hook is in your butthole. Yeah, exactly. Fun time. Golden eye. Yeah. <laughs> butthole. It's gonna be golden eye from now on. Ugh. That N64 controller was huge. Massive. Yeah. No, yeah, I mean, it's it's the knob in the center of the N64 controller is basically the prostate. <laughs> is what I'm getting at. And I'm saying is if they get the fish hook so far up your butthole, they'll eventually get to the N64 knob where they begin to control your body. Like as if it's a puppet. Yeah. Um, If you've ever played Soccer Bop from Robots, it's very similar to that. Once you get the finger in there, and I'm actually motioning it in the front of the screen, but you can't see it right now. But it's kind of like that. It's like Matthew McConaughey during that Buick commercial with his fingers as he's driving the car. Yeah. Right inside your butthole. Oh. And it begins to actually control you. Very similar to Pacific Rim. I think Hugh Jackman, maybe, or someone else. I don't know. Maybe I'm just throwing out a name. Maybe it was Jax Teller. <laughs> But when they're inside, they're kind of like that, walking around like robots. That's basically what they're doing to your butthole um, to turn you into an N64 controller knob. So, Danny, it sounds like you have experience in this. Like, you're speaking from experience where you're like, you get your finger in there, you know, and you move it a certain way and basically lose control of your body. You know, now I have to ask you guys, have either of you guys, you know, had your prostates milked? I need to know, like, has anybody ever, like, done that sexually? And were you like, yeah, thank you? Uh, mm. I have Honestly, not. Honestly, I kind of relate it to, I kind of relate it to, like, you know when, like, your friends get a girlfriend and you meet them and it's just instantly just like, all right, you are now bro. Yeah. There was nothing sexual about my friend's girlfriend. They were just like, yeah. now instantaneously become a dude. Yeah. So that's me. I'm gonna actually try to have I'm that conversation dude. with them. Yeah, I'm it's the just dude. Kind of like that. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't want to have that conversation with my friend's girlfriend about period. No, I'd like to rather talk to them about what's the best techniques for shaving my balls. Right. Right. That makes sense. There's logic to that. Yeah. Um, I didn't have my prostate milk, but I did have it checked. Mm. You were at that age. You're getting there. No, no, no. I, so this was back, I was about 23, 22. Uh, this was like after some heavy sparring, and I had done a uh, my annual physical. And blood came up on my urine, and my doc was really worried, and I'm trying to tell him, no, I get punched in the kidneys often. Right, I'm taking impact. Yeah, like... Not I'm, there. I'm, my arms aren't big <laughs> enough to block my kidneys when I throw them back to try to deflect the shot, and I keep eating them. So he sent me to a urologist, and then, so then, I don't know if they just came up with this, like, 
let's pretend like he, we're looking for cancer in the bladder type of thing uh, because of this unexplained blood. So uh, repeat urine tests. Uh, eventually, I had to go get what they call a cystoscopy. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know if you're familiar with this procedure. It is a camera. What was that like? It was like Did a... you enjoy it? it no. I th- <laughs> then I'll tell you why. You sure? thousand percent. So they take a uh, very small camera attached to, like, I would imagine a... Oh, man. Like, a little, a quarter-inch thick kind of wiring, and they shove it up your uh, penis hole, your urethra, through to take take images of the inside of your bladder. And they're Mm -hmm. checking for neoplasms. Now... None there because I had already told them it was from uh, punches uh, that I received during heavy. Yeah, an ultrasound could have solved your problem. Yeah, so uh, that happened, um, and then he goes, "You know, Did while you get you're to here, see the video though, I didn't get to keep it, and the inside of your bladder does not look how you would imagine. There's a lot of ripples in there. Mm-hmm. It almost looks like, uh, like I can't even." explain it you ever seen like the bottom of like a a beach where like the sand is kind of like rolled into like these these patterns of like parallel lines and stuff like that yeah yeah kind of like that but a little bit more rounder oh, and like... higher at the well, top it has end. to expand yeah right? yeah, sonic, from, yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. sonic youth exactly. album cover so. <laughs> <laughs> you know what i want people to google it and, and uh send it to me at my yeah. bjj's okay dms so uh the uh so after all that happened he's like you know uh while you're here let me check your prostate and i go why they were just like they were do they were giving me the full treatment uh front to back so uh homeboy uh who was a very respected urologist uh in the facility and around the area uh was just doing his technically his due diligence he had the like the hands of an nfl uh offensive Mm. lineman Mm, um mm. jokingly said do you want to bite down on something as he throws on what i could only imagine were like 2xl nitrile gloves and that's how i talk to people before massage keep going and then he, <laughs> he goes all right uh just go ahead uh, you're gonna feel a little bit of pressure and um <laughs> i knew i couldn't be gay like the thought possibility it left as soon as he took his finger out of my ass when i felt nothing but relief that the situation was over it was it was uncomfortable and clinical so technically i may or may not be open to trying it one more time well but saying that also is like you know saying you're not gay because you didn't enjoy a prostate exam is me like saying that i'm not hetero because i don't like you know having a speculum shove up, up a my vagina hold up a second <laughs> what age was that uh, twenty, twenty-three, twenty-four, at least, if not. So it 25. took twenty-three to twenty-four years to determine that you weren't gay. Right, no, it, it was it was a more like a, that? It was a seal the deal kind of thing, you know, because you uh, don't. You, you, yeah, he sealed your deal. Yeah. So. <laughs> oh, so that was an affirmation. Yeah, essentially, it was yeah confirmation, if anything. But again, it was clinical, and you I may or may not be open like, to. You were like not a hundred percent sure until that happened. Yeah, I guess you could say that. The certainty wasn't there. Interesting. Until after the fact. I'm a little bit pissed that they like 
did all that with you because I have blood in my urine constantly and they're always like, Oh, you're fine. Yeah, they write it off so, now. It's like okay. Yeah, after the I'm million like, dollar blood workout. All the time. Fucking dicks. <laughs> Next time listen to me, Doc. Oh, that was I actually, yeah. Um the first time I passed a kidney stone and realized I was passing a kidney stone, um I was out I was at Hardly Strictly Bluegrass Festival in San Francisco and um I just sort of toddled over to St. Mary's, which is just adjacent to the park there. And he told me, hey, you know, when you go back to your doctor, like, let them know you're pissing rocks now. And that's something you should talk about. But when you go in there and you tell them, hey, I've got kidney stones, this and that happened. They look at you like whatever missed self-diagnosis, mm -hmm. you know, and yeah. I had this doctor being a total fuck face to me, but I pissed in a cup and he came walking back in and he looks at me and he says, you have blood in your urine. Like, <laughs> like angrily at you. Like you just proved like mad, mad at mad me. About and it. I'm like, bitch, that's what I told you. <laughs> I said that. Yeah. <laughs> it's amazing. The, the conversations you have with uh, professionals now, obviously doc not all doctors are created equal um no when i had initially gotten to the hospital Do you think the doctors collect all the kidney stones that would make like nice kabuki necklaces i i hope so i really hope that somewhere there's somebody's just like running around with like dangle earrings but like multiple dangles like some sort of late 80s situation just kidney crystals i mean it makes sense I would imagine Smashing the ones that... them and putting them in an incense burner. I don't know. I don't know. I where hate... people like wear like tiny vials with rice, with grains of rice with their initials like oh, engraved yeah. on the engraved rice. Yeah. I imagine the same thing happens with kidney stones. Yeah. There's people who like run around with tiny vials of kidney stones or gallstones. Their initials uh, engraved on them. Yeah, I mean, if they're that big, you can use them as golf balls, and you can engrave your initials on the side of the golf balls. Dude, or you a could friend use of mine. Like bathroom, you could use it in your bathroom as like a part of like the whole like. Obviously, everyone has like the nice poetry set of the towels with their engraved initials. You might as well put your kidney stone on the opposite side of the hand soap with your engraved initials on it. Maybe like in gold engravement. Ooh, do nice. a little gold plating on there. Very classic. That does sound leaf. nice. Yeah, some gold leaf. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I made this. I made this. I remember last time I visited a friend, I left a, a Santa figurine of him hanging up. It was, it, I couldn't even believe I found this at like a random corner store while I was pumping gas. But it was Santa actually hanging up um, uh like a deer carcass like they just bled the deer out <laughs> where they were about to just bleed the deer out yeah like, you know how you hang it up yeah yeah i'm not even kidding this is the figurine that i found at this corner store while i was pumping gas in the middle of pennsylvania but that makes sense i was gonna say <laughs> to bleed out so they could use the meat and right. i found Before this figurine you... i gave him five dollars for it and um it's in my pocket on my jacket i'm using the bathroom at my friend's house in pennsylvania and i just left the figurine on the opposite side of the soap yeah a gift just a just a little a little surprise yeah yeah that's a, a sweet little, little surprise token for you. yeah a little token here you go surprise so i do you guys hunt right 
I do not, but I will be. Yeah, I, th- I assume you're going to get deer tags this year. I did. I mostly only wear tree camo. <laughs> <laughs> because I never know when I might need to be a tree and shoot something. I like it. Actually, have a tree camo face mask, a tree camo hat, tree camo sweatshirt, and sometimes if I put all of it together and zip up my sweatshirt, you mm-hmm. can't even see except my pants. You hear that, listeners? Uh, he is willing to have you guys ship him. Well, you can't see me right now anyway, so I might as well be wearing tree camo. But <laughs> I could be wearing whatever I want. I am totally wearing pants right now. Hmm. <laughs> not wearing pants right now. I'm just wearing this tree camo sweatshirt because it's really comfortable. Do you have the socks on, though? Yeah, hoodie, no pants, socks. Do you have a pair of New Balance sneakers yeah, on? Actually, that's how we gain some. That's how we gain a new following on the Instagram page. Jits, bitch, tell us what you're wearing. Oh <laughs> Black socks up to my knees. The see-through well, nylon honestly, kind. So you can't interrupt like- her when she's doing it, dude. What the? Yeah. F- <laughs> you gotta do better than that. Nylon see-through. The nylon knee highs. Knee high. Come on, man. She was literally painting a picture from the ground up. Yeah. Ruined it, sir. You broke it. It's broken. You know how many people just threw their phones into the fucking ocean after that? <laughs> She's not going to. What the fuck? <laughs> For those of you who don't live near an ocean, find one. Yeah. Or just stomp it out in anger. <laughs> Motherfucker. Oh, it was electric sex. In the window. <sighs> Sorry. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Nothing but a stick of butter on my chest. I'm literally looking around to to see who else heard that. <laughs> <laughs> the bacon grease from the from the grease jar. That's hot. Just wiping whatever's left on my iron skillet <laughs> all over my face. Just using the stick of butter from the on the lower half of my face so I can look like that guy Embo gave uh, lube for chapstick. So shiny. So what other jobs have you had, Jay? Like what, you know, aside from being like ER doctor guy, what were you before? Uh... For the record, I am not affiliated with any emergency rooms or any emergency departments. I am vaguely, possibly associated with the medical field. Uh, I used Uh. to be a uh, sensual air conditioning installer. I thought you said sensual. Sensual air conditioning installer. They make movies about that. (laughs) I've only only seen them in six-minute clips. Um... I if you need more than that, you're doing it wrong. Yeah, I was gonna say, like, what are you what are you doing? What's your day looking like that you got twenty eight minutes to do this? Do you hate yourself? Like what are we doing? He's like just can't even <laughs> He's not even wearing the right tools. I can't I can't. I mean it's so really you were, you were an HVAC guy. Yeah, for like a summer. Uh, I've done, uh, I've been a TA in an elementary school, uh, Frightening. special needs classroom. That was actually a highlight in my life. That was 
some of the best times I've ever had. Pretty fucking amazing, right? Like ridiculously so. Very yeah. trying at times for obvious reasons. Oh yeah. But like uh, the payoff is awesome. The relationships you build like to this day. Um Yeah. What else? Uh I've had a few jobs, but mostly in the healthcare field. Like I've done everything from like patient transport, patient care tech, uh and other things. How did you get into that? Uh, I needed a job. I needed a job because I needed a car, and I needed a car because I was commuting to school. I thought you were going to say because I was trying to get laid, but no. whatever, be noble. Keep going. No. <laughs> <laughs> so I got a job uh, at the hospital to kind of just pay my car note, pay my gas, pay my tolls, pay my school books. And then um, like people just kept making uh, inferences as to what I should do with my life. Because at the uh. time, I was going like to school for like school psych. and um, and then I worked in a school, and then I realized that school psych has. Uh, you it wasn't have what no I th- power here. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't what I thought it was going to be. So, uh, which is disappointing because really we're is. all hoping that the school psych is going to be there for your kids. But guess what? It's too many kids. <laughs> they won't let them. Yeah, there's 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 a lot of bureaucratic barrier. There's a lot of yeah. uh, kids that just have yeah. needs. Like you think yeah. it's like three? No, man, it's like twenty, thirty, fifty, depending on the school district, and it's just you. <laughs> Uh, and you know you got five days a week uh, when there's isn't you know vacation or days off um, to kind of make sure that these kids are on track and doing what they have to do and getting the support they need emotionally you know psychologically so yeah my junior high school counselor guy and his wife actually tried to take me in off the streets at one point but I couldn't I, I was too uncomfortable I couldn't do it it's an uncomfortable situation. Well, like these two adults were suddenly like being really nice to me. And I was like, I'm not fucking anybody. You know that, right? Like, I'm going to go stay with these meth heads. At least I know what they're up to. <laughs> yeah, they're open books. <laughs> yeah, and I know exactly what's happening over there. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but I mean, you so, you know, did you go to it not because it was a noble calling or anything like that? It was like you, it was going to pay your bills the best. That's uh, when I first started working in hospitals. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. It was a yeah. I was a patient tra- like I was just like you know discharging mo- like new moms. I was like bringing people to X-ray and to you know cardiology. Say mom. Uh, yeah, new moms, fresh moms, like two days old, two day old moms. Tell me everything you know about the mom. Tell you what? You're pretty far from the mic. What happened? Oh. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, tell me everything you know about the moms. Please continue. Be as elaborate as possible. Just any details you know about the moms. Did they ever mention who their favorite grappler was? Um, At the time. I I don't even care. Just tell me all the details about the moms. There wasn't much to say except, you know, there was there's like restrictions. Was so. there height? What was their weight? Um what color balls were they wearing? I honestly don't remember. It was so long ago. I have Those... no memory of that. I just you know, what I do remember are the times where like the family members would tip because tipping wasn't allowed, but they were just so overjoyed. This is probably like the first uh, kid in the family. They were your family members. And they would just like grease the shit out of your palm. And you would just go upstairs because you were make you were making dick, you know. They'd go upstairs and be like, yo, this family gave me blah, blah, blah. I'm going to go, you know, I don't know, rent a movie at Blockbuster <laughs> <laughs> and get a six-pack. <laughs> uh, it was, you know, 
stuff like that. Simpler time shit, you know. But yeah, I mean, I've, I've, yeah, I've had a lot that of weird was jobs. The, what a time to be alive. Yeah. Back then, shit, man. Right before I the internet to, ruined everything. I used to be a John Lennon impersonator, speaking of weird jobs. Do you have any pictures of that? I do. Yes. <sighs> like, literally finding gold to, uh, in my... Thing. But... Um, anyway, the only rules for John Lennon impersonating were, um, you couldn't curse and you had to speak in a British accent. So me and these other guys, we just have a blast in Times Squares with the Sergeant Pepper's outfits. And we always like ragging whoever was Ringo. We would do who's on first, but we would do who's on drums and it would always just be never Ringo. Oh god. <laughs> um because Abbott Costello is an absolute masterpiece. For sure. But anyway, instead of doing an actual legitimate English accent, I did the English accent from um what was that? Uh Dewey Cox. Do you remember when Dewey Cox meets the Beatles? Yes. That, that Liverpool, but really, I mean, John Lennon Liverpool. has just got this goofy Liverpool accent. <laughs> yeah, that's the accent I did the entire time. Yeah. And it was just a great time because, um, these guys, I, I kid you not, this is actually what happened one time. We'd go over to the line before the show actually happened, and there'd be all these people in line, so we'd greet them like as if we were actually John Lennon and Ringo Starr and Paul McCartney, and we'd just be like, Oh, great to meet you. I and I just this one guy was like, I bet you'd like my wife. And I was like, what do you mean by that? <laughs> and he's like, well, she's Asian. And I'm like, oh, you don't say. <laughs> <laughs> and then I put my arm around his wife, and then I walked off with his wife. <laughs> the end. Stay tuned Can you for please part two. do the Liverpool accent one more time, please? No, one more time just is not me, enough. I'll keep up the I'll keep up the Liverpool accent the rest of the night. Just keep asking me questions. Oh my god, Danny, what other jobs have you had? You know, aside from massage therapist, what is the favorite job you've ever had? Oh well, when I was fourteen years old, uh, my first job was at McDonald's. And I spent a lot of time in the walk-in freezer throwing the frozen cookies at the wall to see if they would chatter. listening if you ever eat at mcdonald's just know that that's what's going on there <laughs> how good are those cookies guys I was 14 years old and i really didn't care <laughs> so uh we all just kind of fucked around with the food do you remember the monopoly oh, pieces I, I do oh, yeah. i do remember oh the yeah monopoly pieces. tell us the story about the monopoly pieces john <laughs> well me 
me and a coworker each stole an entire sleeve <laughs> of French fry sleeves and medium sized cups. Nice. Nice. Did you guys get anything? Funny story is we won nothing more than a half dozen apple pies and I think a CD. Nice. What was the CD, I wonder? <laughs> was it the butthole surfers? <gasps> I love the butthole no, surfers. No, I think Kid Rock. I got a Kid Rock CD. I think I got a Kid Rock CD and I think he got um Blink One Eighty Two. Oh, oh okay. That place is an well, era. Surfers is actually older than me. Yeah. That was yeah. I'm only twenty three years old. He's a I baby. I forget that sometimes. Yeah. Just a just a wee baby. A wee baby. You're a yeah, little I mean, one. You guys are all pushing sixty. Yeah. Yeah, way the fuck back, because I'm nowhere near that shit. <laughs> I feel I feel sixty. I feel sixty. I'll just wear that. That's fine. I'm sixty. I'm not gonna lie, I felt sixty, but I'm starting to feel closer to myself. As yeah. time passes and it's feeling really good, yeah. 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 You're coming down off the Percocets. Yeah. Oh, baby's like, dry and straightening withdrawal. It's like <laughs> Give me the Benzos. It's like an episode of Girls when the Meals on Wheels worker shows up <laughs> and actually hangs out with them the entire day. That's me, fe- the Meals on Wheels worker. Because he feels super bad for me. He's just like, yo, I feel so bad for this dude. He's got like a the equivalent of a chicken leg, and uh, he just mopes around the house, and his kids don't respect him. Uh, I'm just gonna hang out with him, uh, like it'll be the last stop. So you don't even, you know what? And you don't have to pay me for it. I'm just gonna do it out of the goodness of my heart because his life is so pathetic. <laughs> his kids don't respect him. I'm all damn. Damn, bro, you only four years old. Look at you limping like me. You bit. Oh, oh, so fucked up. No respect. Now they respect me. Daddy can daddy can walk. You yeah, you better put some respect on my name. I'm coming over yeah. there. <laughs> I see you mock limping me one more time. I'm gonna kick you right in the fucking chest. <laughs> I wouldn't, guys. I wouldn't. These but, are jokes. But the threat is there. <laughs> I still want them to think I will. Yeah. Come on. A little fear goes a long way. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening to another episode of the D-Path Podcast. Uh, we hope you enjoyed that episode. Remember to like, subscribe, and comment. We are all about that feedback, so uh, let us know what we can do to improve. Let me know if I talk too much, uh, if my voice is annoying, if you want to hear more about Tony's mom, or if Danny just needs to come up with more ways to uh, ask those deep burning questions. Um, again, tell your friends about us. Uh, tell your mom about our favorite grappler. Uh, you can find us on all social media at the Deep App Podcast. Uh, of course, myself, Jay, aka at my DJJ is okay. Danny, aka Danny, at Danny Patrick, DJJ. And of course, uh, Tony at Jits underscore bitch. That is B I T C H. Uh, give us all a follow if you don't already. Um, and again, Tell everybody about us. Okay? Word of mouth. We appreciate you. <laughs>